guys. Happy Father's Day, Dad. Thank you, Eddie. I appreciate it. We're doing this. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, you're very welcome. We're doing this on Sunday night. It'll be out tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so, Dad, since the last time we talked on this Father's Day, I'll let you choose the topic today since <laughs> it's your special day. I mean, shit, the Nuggets won an NBA title and haven't stopped drinking since. <laughs> the, uh, the NBA suspended John Morant. Oh, yeah. And we've also had our first major transaction of the summer already. Yep. Where do you want to start? Let's just – let's recap the playoffs, okay? Um, first, okay. let's yeah, start sure. with that. All right? Um, yeah, Denver won. Um, amazing. Uh, they, they had an amazing run. Um, and it, it really was Jokic and Murray, those two guys. Well, it wasn't really just those two guys, but they were uh, – no, Jokic was un, unstoppable. They didn't – nobody had a plan to stop them. I mean, one thing that I, – a takeaway that I had from the Lakers um, series with Denver was that – the Lakers were in every single game with those guys and they lost by, I don't know, six or five or 11 or whatever, but they weren't blown out. And they, and they actually held their own for the most part. They just, they didn't have the talent that Denver has, but uh, I was really happy with the the Lakers showing in that, but yeah, Denver, I mean, and, and in Miami, it, it, that series was a mismatch from the get go. Yeah. We all knew yeah. it. And, yeah. you know, um, but it was, it was overall, I'd, I'd have to say this is one of the most entertaining playoffs in years because everything was unpredictable i agree we kind of did this last week with the denver thing that's why we're i don't want to make a huge deal out of it because we crowned them champs we knew they were going to win after game four yeah you know and uh we we kind of we kind of gave them their moment last week but it was impressive to see what they did that game five was a slugfest yeah and nobody could hit a shot and Then all of a sudden, Jimmy gets going in the fourth quarter. You're like, oh, my God, is Miami really going to do this? Yeah. And then my Denver was able to shut the door with their defense, yep. which, you know, is something that uh, I think was a huge question for them coming in, and they proved a lot mm-hmm. of people wrong. And mm-hmm. I agree. I thought that this postseason as a whole was really entertaining and mm-hmm. needed after just – I mean, honestly, I thought the regular season sucked. Oh, you know? God, yeah. And oh, God, yeah. It was horrible. Right. And, and, but obviously, you know, no one's going to remember that because the postseason was so fun, but it is interesting that the league, I think the NHL is dealing with this a little bit as well, where the playoffs are, are super compelling, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's a tough slog through the regular season. And I think the NBA's major problem is because guys aren't playing during the regular season. Yeah. Right. No, but nobody cares. And I mean, we just had an eight seed make the finals, right? Like, I know. The, the regular season just doesn't mean anything anymore and they have no. to figure out a way to make it mean more yeah whether that's i know that that there's talk about this new midseason tournament who knows like why 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 is Kawhi leonard gonna care about winning a, a midseason <laughs> tournament in november you know i oh, know i'm serious right like how is that um, no, well, but I mean, but I think the the whole point of the tournament, the playing tournament in the middle of the season, is to assure the winner of that tournament has a, is guaranteed a playoff spot. I think that's the the hook that everyone uh, is, is enticed to. Okay, so, fair, fair enough. But right, that so that's something worth playing for. But but I I get it. But there's you're still. I mean, you, if you have talent and you can sludge your way to a forty five win season, then you're you're still guaranteed a playoff spot anyway, right? 
It's interesting that you uh, mentioned that the regular season sucked and the playoffs have been so enticing because um, I just want to talk about the Lakers for a second. Okay. Of course. Um, and, and when don't, when been, don't you want to talk about the Lakers? Well, this has been an interesting year for them. <laughs> um, uh, I just, I was looking up some statistics in case from 1961 to, to this year, they've had 63 seasons. Okay. 52 of them. They made the playoffs. 52 out of 63, and they won 12 championships in those years, okay? Um, this year, they were a mediocre, shitty team for most of the year, up until the trade te- deadline, and they they got rid of Russell Westbrook. They got in Vanderbilt. They got in Rui H- Hachimura. They got in, believe it or not, D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> and those guys actually made a difference. The team started to play as a team. They started to play defense, they started to win games, and finally they clawed their way into the play-in tournament. They won in overtime against Minnesota, uh, a shitty team, but um, I'm glad they won. And that gave them the opportunity to play Memphis. So, um, And Memphis, they had an interesting thing happen in Memphis because I thought Memphis was going to kill them. But they really did a good job of shutting down the perimeter shooters on Memphis. And so they that made Jaw the primary ball hander, although he already is, but um, and shot taker. And what they did was they crowded him uh, inside with Davis and LeBron, and Jaw had no movement to go anywhere. And so once they shot down, well, shut out their um, perimeter shooters, the Lakers cruised to that victory, I think. They won in well, six games. Well, I think, well, hold on. Just one thing about Memphis. Number one, they didn't have their two two of the three big, big men. You're so right. They were fucked garden Davis. Jaw also yeah. got hurt in, I think game four, he fucked yeah, his yeah. hand up yeah. and they were a total mess. So <laughs> it just in yeah. general, um, yeah. with everything that was going on. So yeah. I, I well, was, but, but I, the Lakers were a little lucky in that one, right? A little so bit, then, but, they, but they kicked their ass. They did. Yeah, so. they did. And then, so then what happens? They get to face Golden State. <laughs> Uh, the, the current reigning or the you know former cha- world champion so um and I, I thought okay well they, they probably will uh you know lose in six or whatever and lo and behold um they actually uh, golden state did not have an answer for davis uh lebron was lebron steph was really uh, lebron and steph were uh, a wash right they were both brilliant but the the lakers had the advantage they played better defense um, Golden State looked old and creaky. Their shooters didn't hit their shots. And and LA, uh, deservedly so, won that series. Yeah, and Wiggins thought, was Wiggins was terrible because he was he wasn't in shape yet because he missed no. like, the entire second half of the year. I, I, I yeah, I mean, I didn't I honestly didn't think that that the Golden State I didn't think that Golden State was that good, to no. be completely honest. No, and but then you know, um LA comes into Denver. And on a roll, right? And uh, they've they're playing great defense. Uh, uh, there was a great statistic that I read. Um, they, uh, the uh, let's see, the Lakers became the first number seven seed to advance a conference final since the '87 Sonics. That's pretty amazing. Um, against Denver, though, hey, listen, I mean, Denver was is a, was was a more complete team. Uh, Davis played well. Uh, the, the, as I said before, like uh, earlier, the Lakers were in every game. I was really happy about that, but they didn't have the bench to compete with Denver. Denver's um, bench was just outstanding. Bruce Brown, um, you know, all those guys coming off the bench. Um, 
and they and they they just the Lakers couldn't match it and and so Denver was a deserving champion I think they they were really uh, well coached and but what does it say for the Lakers well this is the first year Eddie in since they won the championship in the bubble that they become relevant right this is they they were not relevant the last couple of years and that's partly due to management that's also partly due to Russell Westbrook and the bad shitty team that he you know that he created um the team was a mess for a couple of years and finally they 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 got relevance back they they had they played with a purpose Austin Reeves was amazing uh Hachimura was great Vanderbilt Late, and and even Russell, Russell was even though he's weak on defense, he was he was shots. Yeah, he was he was terrible in the fi- in the conference finals against Denver. Yeah. So he he screwed them there, but they wouldn't have gotten there if it wasn't for him. So right, right. You know. He made some big shots, and yeah. so you know the future looks good for the Lakers. I think. I mean, it's not going to last forever because LeBron's going to hang him up in a year or two, and Davis is getting creak a little bit creaky. But Davis played his ass off the whole playoffs. I thought, and and finally he was healthy. So the Lakers, they got to sign Austin Reeves. Um, I think they're probably going to sign or try to uh, try to sign Freddie Van Fleet to get a uh, a legit point guard. <laughs> good, and, good luck. Yeah, well, <laughs> take him, take him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, but I mean, the Lakers could use him, right? Well, they don't, ha- they don't have a legit point they? guard. Yeah, they can. I, mean, I, I think if you listen to this podcast, you know my feelings about Fred Van Fleet. So. <laughs> I know your yeah, feelings I mean, about. Hey, no, know. but they like they need a point guard, uh, and they need probably another shooter, like another outside scorer. But um, they're close, like they're close. So uh, at least they're relevant again. Jack Nicholson shows up at games now, and that's that's important. That's that's a signal that the Lakers are relevant. So I'm happy about that. Well, you know, it's Father's Day, so I'll allow that uh, complete Lakers <laughs> hijacking of this discussion that, that started with, with nothing to do about the Lakers at all. But no, I mean you're right. It was it was a fun run and uh they were a, one of the one of the storylines of the postseason. And going back yeah. to kind of to circle back what we were talking about, you know, uh, it, it was a crappy regular season, but the playoffs were fun. And and this is what I wanted to talk a little bit. obviously mm-hmm. for you, the Lakers were the most fun, but, but it was a great storyline, you know, like it was, Mm -hmm. it's always great having LeBron in those big games. It's just, Mm -hmm. is the league is just better for it. And, you know, they figured some stuff out the second half of the year. They just, they got steamrolled in the conference finals by a better team. Yes. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. What was the biggest surprise for you in the playoffs? Miami, obviously. Miami, obviously. I mean, how can you, you know, Miami, Miami, I didn't even think they were I know. I didn't even think they were gonna make the playoffs. Well, they were very similar in the Lakers trajectory, you know, like yeah, kind of. Um, yeah. So, like I they struggled, they had to claw their way even into the playoffs. They lose their the, the Lakers beat Minnesota in their play-in game. Miami yeah. lost their play-in game to Atlanta at home. They yeah. lost the play-in game at home. Yeah. Then they had to turn around and beat Chicago. Chicago in Chicago. No, in in, in it was still in Miami. Oh, but, it, that's right, in Miami. But uh, you know, uh, and they yeah. almost they almost fucked that game up. They were losing yeah. in the fourth quarter, barely just get the eighth seed, and all all of a sudden they you know turn into a juggernaut. You know, fuck right. Yeah. Um. So that what was, was just, your biggest. What was your biggest disappointment in the playoffs? Milwaukee. You know, oh, and, for and, me, it's and, the, for me, it's the Celtics, like you just mentioned. Like, oh yeah, but well, I mean, at least see the Celtics at least managed. I mean, you could go Philly here again. Like Philly mm-hmm. was up; they won Game One in Boston in that series. Okay, mm-hmm. then they were also up three two 
with a closeout game at home mm-hmm. when Jason Tatum, do you remember that game? Jason Tatum played like shit. He had mm-hmm. zero points. And then he like went crazy in the fourth quarter, had like 15 yep. in the fourth quarter and yes. saved the Boston season. Yeah. And then Philly got gets blown out in game seven. Like the Sixers blew that series. Yeah. And they did. I, I mean, it, like you never, and then, you know, look, then, then the conference finals, do they then mm-hmm. beat Miami? You never know. Who knows? I think, I yeah. mean, they would have been favored against Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, it would have been a different matchup. I don't know. Well, they're, 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 they're a flawed team, right? So it, yeah, they a hundred percent are flawed team, but Miami wasn't Boston. Wasn't. Yeah. Exactly. They all are. Right. They had a chance to make the finals, dude. Like yeah. they had Miami waiting for them, an eight seed and you have Embiid. like Miami's like they're one of their Achilles heels was they don't have any, they don't have any size. Mm-hmm. Like they would have been so fucked playing against Embiid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I just, well, I, I think, I think, I think the Sixers are going to look playoffs. No, I know. But it just, in terms of your question, like the Sixers are going to look back at this one and be disappointed but then but then you have the bucks too right like yep. I, I mean fuck man to lose to an eight seed in the first round and now they have a ton of questions you got adrian griffin coming in who mm-hmm. uh, is you know people like adrian griffin i think he's going to be a good coach but you never know mm-hmm. you have an aging chris middleton who's a free agent with mm-hmm. no prospects coming off a major injury coming off a major injury and he's i wouldn't even re-sign him if nope. i was them and, and then Brooke Lopez is a free agent. So, yep. like, you know, and then uh, so it's Giannis and Drew Holiday. And then other their than bench, that, their, be- their bench is creaky. I, I, like, not even, it's just non existent. They don't have anybody. Yeah. No. So next no. year is going to, they're going to have to do some stuff. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they'll, they'll, if, if they lose both those two guys, they'll try to reallot the money elsewhere. Maybe some sort of sign and trade with Middleton to a mm-hmm. contender so you can get some assets back. But, Man, they're fucked. And they're uh, fucked. yeah, I agree. Uh, so, so th- that was. Th- I would say, yeah, I all all those teams in the top tier of the East that shit the bed against Miami, all three of mm-hmm. them, yeah. um, were the biggest disappointments for me. For me, the biggest disappointments were the Suns. Uh, and, well, uh, eh, yeah, I mean, can, and, yeah, but can yeah. you call the Suns a disappointment though? Because they lost to a Denver team in six. They were the like they were the only team in the playoffs that actually won two games against the the, the nuggets mm-hmm. and they played really well in that series they didn't they were a guy short because they depleted their bench to get durant yeah but i mean kd and booker were awesome in that series yeah they were and, and they just lost to a, a the title winners right so mm-hmm. yeah i don't know i mean i guess you could like a lot of people thought the suns were going to win after the durant trade I, I yeah. didn't see it just because I didn't think they had enough time to. Gel. I thought they'd go for. I thought they'd go to the, at least the conference finals, but, um, yeah, but anyway. Yeah, so that and, yeah. and you know the other team that disappointed me was Dallas. Dallas was uh, <laughs> I expected bigger things. <laughs> they didn't no, make I the did. playoffs. I, I know. That's what I'm saying. Is like I thought <laughs> they for <tri-> sure <laughs> they'd have yeah. something there, but. Well, and and now I mean, talk about teams that are fucked. Holy oh, they're crap. a mess. Right, because they just traded all their assets for Kyrie, who's a free yeah. agent. Yeah, he's and, not going to resign with Dallas. Well, I think he might. I mean, like, I think it's a situation where those two teams just kind of need each other because, yeah. I mean, I that's, that's a tough sell to Luca if you go look. We just traded, we scudded our team for Kyrie, and now he's walking for nothing after right. twenty six games and no playoffs. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a, that would be a tough pill to swallow. So you almost feel like you just they have to. 
retain the asset, bring him back, mm-hmm. and we'll we'll figure out on the edges the rest of the roster to try to make this work. But mm-hmm. ultimately, if you their problem was they they went as soon as they made that trade, their offense was great and they had they couldn't play defense because mm-hmm. their two guards were terrible defensive players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a pretty simple formula, but I agree yeah. Dallas is a huge disappointment. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I that'll be interesting to see. There's going to be a lot of questions around free agency. Just just on the yeah. southern, we'll get to the trade. Uh, actually, actually, no. Before that, any other storylines you want to talk about about the playoffs? Uh, no, I think that's it. Let's let's talk about uh, uh, the upcoming draft and well, and okay, well, hold on, I got, and I, I, trades I got, I got and all that. I got two more, two more, just quickly. Number okay. one, it was it was great to see Jamal win a title again. We talked oh, about yeah. that last week. Yep. And uh, we, you know, we, we, we covered his whole story, but mm-hmm. great to see a Canadian boy get a title as the second yep. best player on a title team. And yep. um, I thought the funnest series of the postseason was that first round Golden State Sacramento series. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Seriously, which where you had the Sacramento who uh, was basically like a baby deer in the woods, just kind of running around and could, couldn't even walk straight. Right. Yeah. And then you had this Warriors team who, like we just talked about, was pretty b- broken and being held together by Steph and a bunch of duct tape. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the Kings just couldn't get out of their own way because of their inexperience. Mm-hmm. And uh, Steph but goes they crazy. Were sure fun to watch. They were. And then and then you get the crazy Steph 50 point game seven, which will be right. lost in history in right. in uh, in Sacramento. And the yep. Kings fans had another game seven getting their heart broken in Sacramento. <laughs> um, I don't know. That whole series was just really fun. So I wanted to just point that out. But yeah, no, next? I agree. I agree. That was a fantastic series. And the yeah. Kings, watch out, man. They are a team on the rise. I agree uh, to a certain extent. I think it was a weird. Let me just say this because we talked about this last week too. We said this about the Raptors when they made the playoffs. They lost in the first round of Philly, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But as we, as I broke down last week in my Raptors rant, sometimes it's very easy to mistake a little bit of luck and things going your way for a team on the rise. I thought mm-hmm. the West was really weird this year. And mm-hmm. Sacramento was kind of the only team that was healthy. So like, there's that. I just want to, you know, I, mm-hmm. I'm not saying I don't, I don't think the Kings are good because I do. And mm-hmm. I loved De'Aaron Fox, you know. But love Fox, Sab- I love Sabonis. Yeah, but Sabonis um, got exposed in that series a little bit. Um, yeah, maybe he got he got exposed. He did not play well in that they series. Got some, they got some really good talent, though. They do. They, uh, Keegan Murray's going to get better. No, listen, Keegan Murray. I'm, right, like yeah. I I I like Sacramento. I'm just saying, you know, yeah. it, it was it was a shitty year for the Western Conference. So yeah, yeah, it's important to put make that note. But okay, what what, what next? What do you want to get to next? Um, coaching changes. Oh, we kind of covered that. We kind of yeah, covered did. that. Let's let let's let's talk about this Suns trade. Okay. And then we'll and then we'll get to the the Morant stuff. So All right. <laughs> today, a couple hours ago, it the news broke. Again, we're doing this on Sunday, Sunday evening. It broke that right. the, the Suns are trading Chris Paul, Landry Shamit, a bunch of second round picks, and some pick swaps to Washington for Bradley Beal. <laughs> Um, we probably should have led the podcast with this because, you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but whatever, fuck it. We're, we're getting to it now. What are your thoughts? You know, I, I, I know you're not a big Bradley Beal guy. Um, Hey, listen, the guy's been a consistent shooter his entire career in Washington. The guy can score. He's a pure scorer. 
Um, does he play defense? Eh. But um, teams need shooters, right? And Beal would be a perfect fit for many teams. In terms of the Suns, him going to the Suns, eh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they got. We talked about this earlier uh, before we got on onto the podcast. Like, I don't think um, you know, Durant needs the ball. Booker needs the ball. Um, Aiton is is Aiton, but like everyone, you know, where's Bill going to get his shots from? And and secondly, who's their point guard? Like, they don't have a point guard. <laughs> right. Well, first of all, I would be shocked if DeAndre Aiton wasn't traded for some spare parts just to bring some balance to the roster. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I definitely think like maybe. So who's, so who's their center then? Well, whatever. I mean, I don't know. Whatever stiff they bring back, you know, mm-hmm. in, in, in a potential Aiden deal, like you, they need to turn Aiden into two or three guys because number one, I agree with what you just said. I think it's a weird fit on court. Now you got three elite scores. So there, I think even without a point guard, you could probably start Booker and Beal and in, in, in the backcourt with KD mm-hmm. and whoever else in the front court and kind of get away with that because I think Booker's a suit. He's become almost a pseudo point guard. Like mm-hmm. he brings up the ball for that team and he can mm-hmm. initiate his playmaking. Now he would have to take another step on the playmaking side to make yeah. sure everybody gets the ball. Yeah. I don't I mean, you know, I expect Beal's defense to maybe uptick a little bit. He'll because he'll be rejuvenated on a good team, yeah. you know, with a chance to win. He's mm-hmm. shown he can play defense in the past. He hasn't played defense in the last five years. But yeah. <laughs> like I said, a, a little bit of a kick, a little bit of like a jolt in the arm trade like this might yeah. re, right, reignite him in that sense. But I think defense is going to be an issue. But the biggest thing for me about this is the money stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. because, because you're right. They don't have a point guard and they have no bench. They got five guys yeah. um, that... under contract right now. Okay. <laughs> do, do you want to know who they are? It's Bradley yeah. Beal, yeah. DeAndre Durant. Aiden, Durant, Booker, and Cameron Payne. Those are their <laughs> five guys under contract. Right. And, okay, we've been through this. This new salary cap that's kicking yep. in. The yep. second apron's $179 million. Remember I told you that? Yep. Okay. I did a little bit of research, too, I, uh, today, Dad. And you know what Durant, Booker, Beal, and Aiden's contracts add up to for next season? Mm-hmm. 163 million <laughs> for four guys. Yeah. So if they want to, so they're, if they have $16 million to pay the other t- 10 guys on their team. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or even yeah. eight guys. Like 16 right. million is not even enough for one decent player. Let I know. Let, let, right. So yeah. basically, what I'm telling you is they're going to be over the second apron luxury tax, yeah. which means. They're not going to be able to sign a buyout guy, which mm-hmm. is a huge thing. And mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'll just tell you, Kevin Love was a buyout signing for the Miami Heat, who started mm-hmm. in a final game, finals game this year. Russell mm-hmm. Westbrook was a buyout guy for the Clippers, who started in their first round playoff series. Mm-hmm. I could go down the line. Like it's a significant loss to not be able to use the buyout market in February. Mm-hmm. On top of that, they can't use a mid-level exception on anybody, which is another key thing that veteran teams use the golden mm-hmm. state warriors were able to bring in Dante DiVincenzo to have yep. a starting shooting guard last year because of their mid-level exception. Right. The Milwaukee bucks were, were able to go and get Joe Ingles and on down the line. Mm-hmm. I know it doesn't sound but, but when you have a top heavy roster, 
your mid-level exception and your buyout guy in February are n- almost necessities. Look at what the Heat did when they had the Heatles in in mm-hmm. the early 2010s, right? Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. it was Eddie House, mm-hmm. right? It was um who like whoever else they Shane Battier they brought in and Mike mm-hmm. Miller, right? Like all those veteran guys they were able to find on these cheap deals. But mm-hmm. if you're over the second apron, that really, really hinders your ability to do that. Yeah. Also, yep. another mm-hmm. rule, just quickly wrap this up. You can't trade or take back cash in any deal. Okay. So that mm-hmm. so you can't go and buy a veteran from another team. And you can't trade picks five years into the future. All right. So they're gonna be they got they got four guys and they're gonna have very, very limited because of how much they make. They're mm-hmm. going to be over that second apron, so they'll yep. have very limited resources to fill out the rest of their team. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a gamble. It's an all in move, and, and Bradley Beal's contract, Dad. I just oh my god. Do you want I to know. hear it's what ridiculous. it is? It's, well, I think I know it, but hold on. It's fifty million next year in twenty three twenty four. Okay, fifty three. Okay, in twenty four twenty five, and then mm-hmm. it jumps to fifty seven and twenty five and twenty six. <laughs> They're going to be paying Bradley Beal $57 million in 2026. <laughs> he makes more money. His contract is higher than Luka Doncic. It's higher than Giannis. It's yeah. higher than LeBron. Pick a guy. And Bede, yeah. he's yeah. like the only guy that it makes more money is Nikola Jokic because he signed that new $300 million Supermax, which right. was right. Cause it, it, and he, so he's making 65. But right. to pay to be like Bradley Beal is a is a <laughs> is a, a, a second tier shooting guard. Yeah. That's making fifty he's gonna be making he this year coming up, he's on the books for fifty million. He's 50 their million. highest yeah. they it's a team with Durant and Booker, and he's their highest paid player. <laughs> it is insane. dude, that's it insane. is it yeah. is a really top-notch, horrible contract in the history of the league. Oh God, it really yeah. is. And that's why yeah. nobody wanted him, Dad. Like yeah. nobody, that's why all the Wizards could get was Chris Paul's expiring, uh, right. stupid Landry Shamit face who they'll flip, and and a bunch of poopy draft capital. Yeah, yeah. Because because they tried to ship Bradley Beal and everybody was like, yeah, I'm, no. I'm good. I'll, yeah. I'll, no thanks. Uh, no thanks. <laughs> right. I don't want your fifty million contract. Fifty yeah, million. It's, uh, I know, I, like it's it's, crazy. it's it's an astounding contract. It really is. So speaking of crazy. Uh, let's just jump to Ja's situation. Okay. Um, so where it came down, he got a 25 game suspension. Um, that's, that's significant. Um, what are your thoughts? I think, um, yeah, it's right around where I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. But I also, I mean, we talked about this, like I said, I wouldn't have been surprised if it was 10. I wouldn't mm-hmm. have been surprised if it was a full season. You know, right, right. so I, I, I could see, right. I think ultimately 25 is a little bit lighter than I thought he was going to get. I actually yeah, think I was going to say I, that. Yeah. I, I was expecting, I was expecting half a season. That's yeah, what I was, I was expecting. Expect, I was expecting like 50 maybe, but uh, 50. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was, I was expecting maybe 41 or something like that. Right. Just right. Give him, give him half the season, but you know, hey, it's still, it's 20, still going to hurt them. It, yeah. It is going to hurt them. And, uh, and this, but it's an interesting thing. Like um, the NBA is, I think the most 
progressive sports league in 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 all of pro sports and yeah. the, you know um and they have an uh they support women's rights they support black rights they support um trans rights they they you know they're really progressive in that sense they're and they have very little tolerance for domestic abuse um in fact i think it's zero tolerance and um and, and, guns, and, and guns and guns and guns and guns is a serious thing i mean i remember um, when Gilbert Arenas came into the locker room and flashed that oh, yeah. that gun, and <laughs> he got he, he got he got sixty games at the end of the season. Okay, but hold and, on, hold on. He like, didn't flash a gun. He pointed it he at Gervais yeah, Crittenden. At Gervais Crittenden said, said, "Give me my money, <laughs> money. Give me my money, uh, motherfucker." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that was a little bit of it in the locker room. So, in the locker you know, room. I mean, yeah. it's a little, it's a little bit, bit of, different. In it's a, a little know. bit different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> he flashed the gun. No, he didn't flash it. He pulled it out and he put yeah. it. He aimed it, at Jarvis. he aimed it at Jarvis Crimson. Um, <laughs> oh so, you know, no, but look, I, look, I, I'm, I'm not surprised at, at the suspension and I think he deserves it. And yeah. look, I think he's young. I think he's he, he can figure it out, you know. But I, th th this is concerning to me because this is the second incident, and like he's hanging out with the wrong dudes. Yeah, so. but yeah, but you know, I don't know, Dad. Like Paul Pierce had his issues. I love the guy, right? As a basketball player, he's he's one of my all-time favorite players. Not all-time, but um, he's one of my favorite players in the league right now. And yeah, I know, I think I know, he does but... he does amazing things. So it's hard for me to to see him look, go through look, this. He's shit. a kid. He's a kid. I know he's a kid, but give him a chance. Kobe had his issues as we, as we all know. Yeah, Paul, yeah, I know. Paul Pierce overcame his issues. Iverson. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, like, I know. Like, got, like there's been guys that yeah, were kind of fuck ups in in like the, were fuck ups in their early years. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um. So you know, I mean, he's in his early twenties. Look at Zion. For and now different yeah. different situation going on, but boy, is that yeah. whole thing embarrassing. Oh, um. Yeah. <laughs> like Christ. Oh my God. So you know, I I I'm not gonna say I give Jaw a pass, but you know, he's he's got to learn. He's got to grow up. Yeah. And, he's got to grow um, up. You know, I think he'll he'll serve a suspension. Hopefully, he comes back and he's learned his lesson. And mm -hmm. Jack Jones, the cornerback on the Patriots, had a great tweet about it. Uh, he was basically like, "He's a dumbass, man. Like, look, mm -hmm. if 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 you feel like you need to carry, then get one of your buddies to either take the security course mm -hmm. or sign up to have concealed carry if if you feel mm -hmm. like you need protection. Because mm -hmm. you know, I will say this: a lot of these guys, uh, especially the ones that come from um low income low income backgrounds and yep. all of a sudden have a shitload of money falling in their lap you know yep. i mean I, I i don't blame a guy for carrying a concealed weapon for protection like but when you're flashing it around at strip clubs and parties and mm -hmm. making a joke out of it that's a totally different story right yeah. so if you if you if you feel like you want to carry then then there are there are laws in in the united states that you can get a gun and you can have mm -hmm. it concealed on your person. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Do things the responsible way and don't go flashing around on fucking Instagram trying mm -hmm. to be a gangster, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, anyway, he'll figure it out. I thought the suspension yeah. was um, you know, I thought I, I was I thought, pretty I much it was, a, yeah, it was around it was, the ballpark uh, what I thought he was gonna get, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, I thought he'd get fifty, but um, but twenty five is yeah, I mean that's significant. 
Yeah. Um, the draft is in a couple of days. We'll be back after the draft. A- any predictions for the draft? I think the Spurs are going to take Wimbayana. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I look I'll, at the odds. I'll, be, I'll, bet look- my, I'll bet my condo on it. Well, I, this is what I was going to say. It's 10,000 to one right now. So <laughs> you have to put up 10 grand to win a dollar. So I was, I was, <laughs> um, but there is technically, I, I was looking at like trying to parlay it with Bedard going one and <laughs> to try to, to try to get those odds down a little bit. Right. Uh, but there's, there's no, there's, there's even odds for Bedard going one. So um, it, when is going to the San Antonio Spurs, yeah. Any real predictions? Uh, <laughs> you know what? I think uh, um, Charlotte is very interested in obviously Scoot Henderson and also um, Miller, um, Brandon Miller. Um, depending on, I think Charlotte, what Charlotte does in the draft is key to how the rest of the draft um, will, at least the top 15 will unfold. I know the Raps have the 13th pick and they want to move out. They, I think they want to get Scoot. So yeah. we'll, see, we'll see what happens. If Charlotte gets, uh, I think Charlotte, um, I mean, logically, they have a point guard in LaMelo. Um, I don't think- yeah, but who cares? Scoot. Who cares? I know, We've been but, through but, this. But, We've been through this. I know, no, I know, I know. But I, I, think know. I think they're going to take Miller. But, um, and, and I think uh, uh, the, the Lakers are going to make a deal with Portland. They're going to ship Siakam to Portland and You grab... mean the Raptors? The Raptors. Uh, sorry, the Raptors. What did I say? Yeah, the Lakers. Oh, the Lakers. No, the Raptors uh, are going to trade Siakam. They're going to get uh, the draft rights for Scoot and probably Anthony uh, Simons. Yeah. And and maybe well, I, I see. I I hope I'd hope they get sharp. Ah, uh, whatever. Honestly, I, I don't even care. Just get just bring in Scoot and like let's go, baby. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Go go and get I mean, go if, and get him. He's if the Raps can get if the Raps can get Shaden Sharp and Scoot Henderson for Siakam, I'd do that in a heartbeat. So, I do it without Shaden Sharp. I would. I think Scoot yeah, yeah. is. Scoot, yeah, just I mean, for Scoot. For Scoot and Anthony Simons, done. Take yeah. Siakam. Done. Take him. Take him. Yeah. Take I would him. do that. I would do that yesterday. I really yeah, yeah. would. Yeah. I, like I really would. But, and then so, and then I, it's like, all right, we got our guard. We got Scotty. It's those two guys. And they're both yeah. on rookie deals. Yeah. Um, and and let's let's fucking go. And yeah. boom. We got there for our core for the next 10 years. Yeah. So yep. we'll see. One one last thing I wanted to throw in, just go back to the Bradley Beal trade. So uh, we didn't touch much on the Chris Paul stuff going to Washington. <laughs> um, what I read is that they're looking to reroute Chris Paul. And oh. the Los Angeles Clippers are a <laughs> uh, a probable destination. Now, what that would mean, what that could mean is a potential, because Russell Westbrook is a free agent, but if they want to make this, the Clippers are way over that second apron. So right. if they want to make this, if they want to make salaries work and bring in Chris Paul for a year, mm-hmm. they could, it, they won't have a mid-level exception to use. So, mm-hmm. but what they could do is sign and trade Russell Westbrook for Chris Paul, and then <laughs> after all this, Russell Westbrook would end up back in Washington, which, which, <laughs> which ultimately I think is his destiny. You know, yeah. it, it always yeah. has been to play on yeah. the shitty Wizards and. Yeah. Put up twenty five a night for a team that's twenty and sixty two. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I just when I saw that I was like, oh, potential sign and trades to the Clippers for Russell Westbrook. I was like, and, oh my god, and, if and Russell you know Westbrook what? ends up back on on uh, after this Odyssey, if he ends up back on the shitty Wizards and and Chris Paul ends up back on a Clippers, on, on the Clippers team that's a complete mess, uh, uh, that's that would a complete just be mess. 
and it would be so much fun it would be karma it would be karma and you know what chris paul is washed any they both are yeah they're both washed (laughs) they're both washed yes what's the difference just keep the the same guy they're the clippers are just they're just grabbing at straws because they're desperate that team is all back to that team oh my god listen that team morons that team is f-u-c-k Fucked they're because they're their payroll. We were making fun of the Suns. I know. Their yeah, payroll I know. is at two hundred and nine next year. I know they're thirty million over, and they haven't even signed Westbrook yet. I know, like it's crazy. Yeah, Steve yeah. Ballmer. Oh man, yeah. The poor. Well, you know what serves them right. They yeah. they tried to they tried to buy a championship and do it the easy way. Yeah, and they ended up trading a generational star in Jammer in uh, uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander. Yeah, and to bring in and you know and honestly they deserve it. The shit that they pulled recruiting Kawhi during the Raptors season was oh, janky. Yeah. It was, was shady. Janky. Yeah, and it was. they deserve to rot in hell, and and they're gonna because they yeah. are fucked, buddy. Yeah. Oh man, I agree. Good luck, LA. I agree. All right, yeah. let's wrap things up. We'll come back after the draft. Hopefully, yeah. it'll be a very different Raptors roster, but we'll see. Um, yeah. Happy Father's Day again, Dad, and Happy Father's Thanks, Day to all the dads out there. Uh, yeah, we'll see you next time.